0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBN Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. On today's show, I am talking about something that I'm not quite sure you know about, but I'm going to fill you in. Hey, I ended a recent presentation by asking this question. How does personal branding help people outproduce, outperform, and outlast their competitors? Well. That's the discussion in today's episode of PBN Style. I've got a simple answer, but the execution, not so much. At first glance, this question could seem a little daunting. The answer in and of itself isn't difficult. The execution of the answer, however, that, my darling, is the challenge. Simply put, The answer I gave during the presentation I mentioned earlier was systems. That's right, you heard me, S-Y-S-T-E-M-S, systems. Creating or having systems is how people outproduce, outperform and outlast their competition. It's not because they're smarter, it's not because they have more money and it's not because they know something you don't. You can always learn You can always get a loan or an investor. And if you get around like-minded people, believe me, you'll be in the know too. So the answer to outproducing, outperforming, and outlasting your competition lies within you, my darling, you, and how well you know yourself. That's how personal branding comes in. I can't tell you how many times I hear, I don't know how you get so much done, girl, you are everywhere. I see you all over the place. I've even been called an efficiency queen. Now, I have to say I do love that one. It kind of makes me giggle. Now, I work really hard to achieve the goals I have for myself, but I do have my struggles. I am saying that slowly so that you hear me clearly. I too, my darling, still struggle. Mostly with patience. And I don't know if you guys uh, are Christians or what, but they always say, don't pray for patience. Pay for the strength. Pray for the strength to endure because when you pray for patience, God will send you these things, these tests, these trials to build your patience. I don't want that. I just want the strength to endure. But anyway, being patient and letting my efforts come to harvest has been you know, a struggle because it's like you work really hard, you're doing these things, you hope you're doing them right. And sometimes it takes a long time for you to see the fruits of your labor. So I know you guys can relate to this, right? Like, surely you can relate to this. Well, I've taught myself how to do a lot in my business and it was necessity because I didn't have the money to hire people, but I wanted certain things done can you relate to that? Like wanting something in your business, but not being able to contract it out or hire because of money? Obviously. I mean, when you first start out, it's a struggle. And sometimes when you've been in business for a long time, it's a struggle because of maybe the type of business you have, or maybe the lead time it takes to get a new client, or maybe just, you know, anything within the business. Sometimes it's just a struggle to like have the money upfront to get what it is done that you want done. So For me, I'm the type of person I will get in there and I will figure out. And that just takes a long time. It takes a long time to go out, research, find the information, teach it to yourself, and then apply it and test it in your business. And so that's what I mean by I struggle with patience because I haven't always had the money to pay and contract out. So um, I still wanted certain things done and I just figured out how to do them. And I did them. (laughs) So anyway, I wanted to be able to provide certain services to my clients without incurring subcontractor costs, you know, in order to do it. And so anyway, that brings me back to the answer of the question again. So systems and workflows have been my badges of honor for a really, really long time. They are the reasons I um, receive all those compliments that I mentioned a while ago. Now, here's a funny thing. My husband used to pick on me about sitting in front of my computer, working out like processes and like systems and things, um, to use in my business. He would say things like, girl, how are you going to make money if you don't actually go out and do business? If you sit in front of your computer all the time, you know, trying to, figure out how to set things up these systems and methods and processes and things of that nature and he was right you know you do have to get out and you know go make your money and everything but I just wanted to have all my ducks in a row I just wanted to have all of these things in place before I went out and started getting clients because I'm the type of person that I kind of need to know as much as I can know and figure out what I can do because I don't want to go out and oversell, overpromise something. And then I get into the middle of it and I'm all stressed out because I don't know how to do it. And I didn't look it up first. And then I look stupid to my client because I told him I could, but I really couldn't. So I just, I just, I'm not that type of person. I can't just step out off the cliff and like have absolutely no safety net. That's just, it's just not who I am. So I, that's why I did it. That's why I, you know, that's why I was sitting at my desk creating all those, those things. I felt like I needed to manage my own expectations, expectations about what I could and couldn't do or what I could and couldn't take on, but also provide a clear set of expectations for my clients. So they would know what I could do, what I couldn't do, you know, where, you know, my lines of comfort lied and um, and or did it light or late? I don't know. I wasn't an English major. I was a marketing major. Anyway, <laughs> so I believe this is um, one of the key factors to my longevity and what I've been doing, because I really try to operate within sort of the, the framework of uh, what I do well um, and what I can do and try to make sure I manage those boundaries well for not only myself, but also for the people that I am servicing. Because I mean, I don't wanna give them half of me. I want them to know that if they hire me for something that I feel confident enough in myself that I can get that something done. And that I've set sort of parameters around how I get those things done. And we'll talk about that, you know, in a little bit, what I call that and everything. But I will say this in my book, um, the BTB Business Journal, I go into a lot of depth about different techniques for self-motivation, because one of the things I'll say, if we go back up to when I said patience was kind of an issue for me, when things take you a long time, if you've not set up... um, systems and workflows in your business what happens is you struggle with the amount of time it's taking you and you feel like you're not getting anywhere and what i found when it comes to systems and workflow is when i feel like i'm not getting anywhere in my business or if i feel like things are stagnant and they're just not working for me i can look back you know and you can sort of see the benefit of hindsight and you can sort of see the progress you've made in your business, but you do still have to stay motivated. So what I've done in my business journal is to provide some information on how different techniques for staying motivated in your business, because when it comes to systems and workflow, honey, let me just tell you, you are definitely want gonna wanna stay motivated. You are going to need um, some motivation when times get hard. Trust and believe because they will. Ultimately they will. You'll feel stagnant. You'll feel like things aren't working. You'll feel like you're dropping the ball somewhere. But when you have your systems and workflow in place, it really does help to overcome some of that and sort of bring you back to balance. So hanging up your shingle, right? This is a misconception. Like hanging up your single for your business doesn't guarantee that people are going to flock to your business. It takes time. And it, it I mean, it just takes um, that patience that I was talking about earlier. So you want to get everything organized and working like a well-oiled machine, because when you do, you'll have the clarity and a level of consistency that people actually notice. So it becomes this thing where you become known for this. Even if you're not getting a ton of clients off the bat, the clients you do get will feel like what you have is very well put together. You will gain credibility for that. And that in and of itself is something that can be spread exponentially throughout whoever you work with. So from there, you'll need those motivation techniques that I talked about to keep you pumped and energized because sometimes, like I said, it takes a minute for you to gain traction with your desired client base. But again, if you're doing these things consistently, which is where the systems come in place and creating templates and things of that nature, if you're being consistent, the clients you do get will see Um, how well organized you are and that you have your ducks in a row. And you do appear a lot more pulled together and professional and credible than you may actually be. But because you are giving yourself checks and balances and have created templates and systems for your business and how you roll things out and you know exactly what it is you need to get those things done because you set up the workflow all of those see how that all works together your client base is going to appreciate that and even if you have a small amount of clients starting out the few that you have will appreciate it and that in and of itself is enough to go out and send your referrals because Even if you're you're more expensive than someone else, even if you don't offer as many products as someone else, what you do offer is a well-oiled machine and that is um, credible to those clients that you do get. So what does all this have to do with personal branding? Everything, okay? Let's just highlight, italicize, put in quotation marks, underline, and put bold, everything. As I stated in my presentation, I didn't tell you this part, but one of the other things I said was your personal, a personal brand, you hear a lot of people talking about a personal brand. That is a noun. That is just who you are, like a person, place, or thing. You are a person, your personal brand is just a noun, but personal branding, when you add that I-N-G, it makes it a verb. It's putting your personal brand, who you are, into some form of action and that action is the act of leveraging your person your noun your personal brown personal brand across platforms with clear imagery communication and authenticity so how are you supposed to do this if you're not organized and have systems and workflows to carry out your efforts see See how this all works together. That's why personal branding is so important because a lot of people, as a matter of fact, I was listening to a webinar today and the lady made this comment about the fact that when it comes to writing content and sales copy for your business, you know, you don't need to get hung up on like the personal brand because that's all about you. And when you're writing sales copy, it should be all about the people you're trying to attract the client. That's what it should be about. And she was absolutely right in what she was saying, because there are people who are out there peddling the term personal branding or your personal brand. And what they're talking about is just getting you together um, and really focusing all the attention on you. And that is not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is using you to relate to your audience in a way that attracts them to you because they feel like you are resonating with their challenge and you have solutions that make sense for them because you are, um, your experiences that you talk about that you're using in your content and your copy is really, really um, like attracting them because it sounds like you you get them, you understand them and you're meeting them where they are. So again, a personal brand is a noun and it does have all the focus on you. Personal branding, however, is taking who you are and connecting connecting it to your business in a way that your client base is attracted to it because they see you understand them and that you have experiences, shared experiences Or that you have been there, done that, and like my pastor used to say, have a button and a t-shirt. And so you are able to really help them solve their problem. And in that sense, the verb, the action of using your personal brand is about the other client because it is about being um, having this organic connection that is authentic and you are being vulnerable in a way that shows them you know exactly what their needs are because you have experiences in some way and you can help them solve their problem based on how you figured it out for yourself and you can help them sort of walk along and figure it out for themselves as well with your products or with your service. And that is why it is leveraging your now personal brand across platforms with clear imagery and communication and authenticity. Does that makes sense. I hope it does. Okay. So, as I mentioned, I have a lot of practice with this. And so I um, it's really just who I am and how I operate. Um, it's you know, it's just how I always have, and so I'm very well versed in this subject matter. Um, and I've helped tons of people to understand it for themselves, and so I know this because I've done the work and discovered me, my own self. So yes, I I know who I am. I know what I like, what I don't like, what my non-negotiables are. I understand all of those things. And now it's so much easier for me to build relationships um, and rapport with my clients because I am not talking to them as someone who's trying to sell them. I'm now at this point talking to them as someone who really wants to serve them and help them solve their problem. And that's where the authenticity and vulnerability comes from. So I want to share this situation where um, I, where understanding my circumstances for optimal success paid off in multiple checks. And so again, let me explain. I talked about this before, setting myself up. Um, circumstances for optimal success are when you know yourself and what you need to, um, affect, uh, affect change in your client's life, right? Um, it's, it's kind of how you, um, are going to serve those that you want to serve and stay credible. Um, if, you know, I, if you remember, I talked about, um, I wanted to manage my own expectations about what I could and couldn't do, but then also provide a clear set of expectations for my clients. Well, when you set, when you are setting those circumstances for optimal success that I was talking about, that is knowing exactly what it is you need to do your best. And then managing your expectations around those perimeters because that's what you need. And then talking to your client and making sure they understand their expectations are managed about what you can and cannot do for them based on sort of where you are and what you know about yourself. So that's setting yourself up for circumstances for optimal success, right? So you may have heard it before, but Um, This story that I want to share with you is a great example of why systems and workflows are so important to whatever it is you're doing in your business. Now, the story is about um, this amazing opportunity I had because of my ability to leverage myself, um, to leverage my personal brand and putting my personal brand into action. So years ago, I was doing wardrobe and fashion styling and had worked with a lot of local photographers. Well, this one photographer messaged me on Facebook and he said, hey, I think you would be great for this opportunity. Check it out. So I put my name, wasn't really sure what it was, put my name in the hat. The person who was posting this this position, this opportunity came back and Um, asked me a couple of questions I answered those questions and I end up getting this job well what had impressed the photographer was my the way I was organized my professionalism um, the way I had set things up and had things like really working pretty seamlessly during the photo shoots and um, like just the talent obviously so that is what made him refer me to this job in the first place. Well, as it turns out, the job was to style a marketing photo shoot for the Gaylord Hotels. Now, if you do not know who the Gaylord Hotels are, they are a company owned by Marriott Hotels. Last I checked, uh, I'll confirm that. But last I checked, they're now owned by Marriott. It's a, It's four or five. I think there might be five now. Gaylord Hotel. They're boutique hotels. There's one here in Texas, and then there are three others, or possibly four others. I think the fifth one opened. And I was not just doing a photo shoot for the Texas Gaylord Hotel, I was working for the Gaylord Hotel headquarters. Like the marketing director that I was talking to was the marketing director for all of the Gaylord Hotels, at the time it was four. Okay, I was so nervous. I had never done a photo shoot that with that many people. I had 20 plus models that I was responsible for styling for these shoots. Well, I could have gotten myself in a tizzy and like been all scared and just like acted like I was scared, but I didn't. I was like, okay, Andrea, you've got this, you styled plenty of photo shoots in the past and you've styled fashion shows, you've got this. You know how to do the job. It's a much bigger job than you've had in the past, but you know how to do the job. So what do you need to ensure you're doing your absolute best? And guys, let me just tell you what I ended up doing was I got all the models information, I sent all the models emails, and I was like, "I need you to bring this, 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 and this to the shoot. I need your sizes for these different areas, um, and what else did I ask them for? I, I asked for a series of uh, a variety of information from them so that I had it. And then the Gaylord gave me uh, the different scenes." that they wanted to shoot for the photo shoot. So I was able to use that to construct the looks for the models. And so I was armed, I had armed myself with all of the information I felt I needed to be prepared and successful for on this particular shoot. Now I went out and I, I pulled over $4,000 worth of clothes for this shoot. I had probably six racks of clothes for this shoot. I mean, I had shoes, I had jewelry, I had clothes, I had steamer, I had um, accessory. Like, um, I had anything and everything that you would need to fix any type of problem that would come up with wardrobe. I mean, I just had buku of things. I even went out, I got myself an assistant so that I wasn't like stressed out about trying to do everything myself. I had done everything I could possibly think of. I had brought everything I could possibly think of to ensure I had everything I needed to do my absolute best. Okay. So then we get there the day of the shoot. I bring in all these clothes and the marketing manager's eyes were as big as basketballs. And she ended up telling me that no one out of all the stylists they would ever used had ever brought that many options and was that prepared. They said that to me. So needless to say, we definitely had what we needed for the shoot because I had the assistant, I was able to um, really, uh, like I was able to go back and forth from like the shoot location, to the actual talent room. I was managing the talent room, like making sure all the clothes were steamed and all of the models were ready when it was time for them to go out on the shoot. I would then go down to the location, make sure the clothes were right, um, and have my assistant to prepare the next group of people for the next scene. I mean, I was like, like I was owning it like a boss, I'm not gonna lie, I was. But I had never done anything like this before. so. Really what I was doing was what I felt I needed to do to ensure I was doing a really good job, okay? So when I finished, when that shoot was finished, I was approached by the Gaylord team and they said, this was so awesome. Would you be interested in helping us with the shoot for Nashville? I was like, absolutely. So they were so impressed with the way I had set things up. The marketing manager was like, I've never been able to be on location as much as I've been on location for this shoot because I'm always having to manage the talent room. But you managed it all. You managed the talent room. You got us everybody on time. The clothes look nice. You had multiple options. You got, you hit it, you hit the nail on the head. And so she was impressed, the rest of the Gaylord team was impressed to the point that they asked me to come back. So, guys, I did three photo shoots at different hotels for the Gaylord hotel, the Gaylord Hotels, because I set myself up with systems and workflows that were based on my Um, need my circumstances for optimal success so that was me putting my personal brand who I am into action personal branding with workflows and systems to achieve multiple checks from a major company boom drop the mic that is how we are explaining the need for a personal brand and how using it can help you create workflows and systems in your business, which in turn takes us back to how you can outproduce, outperform and outlast your competition. So I have maintained a relationship with I've ma- I have maintained a relationship with the Gaylord organization because during those shoots, I was myself because I knew who I was. I felt very um very at peace with who i was and i was authentic on shoots i met like la film people that like because they had video and photography so i met professional like um videographers from florida photographers from la who worked on like major shows and all kinds of stuff i mean i was really in um in a space where i was around um some pretty heavy hitters and I was able to hold my own and how, you know, obviously that makes one feel really good about themselves and their ability. But the fact that I'm able to tell you this story adds credibility to who I am and what I do. And it also, more importantly, adds credibility to what I'm telling you, that developing a personal brand and then using it in your personal branding, the action of who you are, creating these workflows and systems will give you the certainty you need, the credibility you need, the confidence you need, to really go after what it is you want to go after in your business, all right? So the truth is, if you want to outproduce, outperform, and outlast your competition, start creating systems and workflows in your business. Actually, start with understanding who you are and getting that whole personal branding thing down, that personal how you plan to leverage it with your images and your communication. So I wouldn't tell you to do all this without having a solution for you, and Asana, A S A N A, is my project management tool of choice. It's how I set up my workflows. Um, it's where some of my templates are, and things of that nature, for my business. And I've used it for years and absolutely love it so much so that I've even gone through the process of becoming an ambassador. But I don't want you to get you know get all stressed out because this is where I'm going to start selling you on something. Because honestly, it's a free platform, and you don't. I don't need to sell you on it. Um, I don't get a commission from telling you. To join because it's free um, now of course there's going to um, come a point in time in your business where it has grown and you've added people and now you need to add other people to your platform and so that's where some of the more paid features might come in but in the beginning free version it's absolutely all you need and I'll definitely put my link below so if you want to check it out you can, you can go ahead and get started um, and let me know in the comments if you'd like for me to do an assignment training Once you have gone ahead and um, signed up for it, because trust me and believe when I tell you there are so many different ways to use this. And there are tons of people that use it already. Some of my favorite influencers are using it in their business. And it's funny, I was watching one of them on YouTube a couple of nights ago. she was talking about how she plans her day and lo and behold she uses asana and the way she uses it is exactly how i use it to create my podcast and video uh, content and so i was like wow you know she must have looked at the same you know video i looked at to figure out how to create my content calendar and so Anyway, it's just great. A lot of people use it. It is definitely a tool that can help you create those workflows and systems in your business as well. And again, if you want to know more about that and how to use it, if once you signed up, I will definitely uh, do a training on that over on my channel, Be The Brand TV. All right. But the point is, when it comes to growing your business and making yourself more attractive than others in your space, you really do need to count on systems and workflows and technology makes both easier to manage. But ultimately, ultimately, listen closely now, the foundation of what you use, like where all of it comes from, what you're plugging into these workflows and systems, um, and how you're going to, um, how it will, de- it, well, how you're gonna use them, it really all depends on you and what you need to get the job done. So there you go. It's gonna go back to how are you staying motivated? What is it that you need to create those circumstances for optimal success? Because you can look up Asana, you can look up, you can, you can do all these things, but really the way that you really optimize these tools is by understanding yourself enough to know what you need um, in these systems and workflows in order for them to be successful for your business. Because I can show you mine all day, but the way I work and what I need and how I put things together in my mind may not be the same as you. So definitely um, make sure you understand you first, but okay, (laughs) because sometimes, you know, copying someone else's idea is not always the best idea for you. So I realize you may not have the slightest idea where to get started with all of this. And, you know, it could seem like it's this insurmountable task that I'm giving you, but I've got you. You're good. You're golden. I've got you. I have a masterclass called How to Make More Strategic Decisions Guaranteed to Grow Your Business with My Secrets to Using Your Personal Brand More Effectively. And I'm helping you in this masterclass conquer that proverbial mountain that I was just talking about. It'll put the link, I'll put the link to that information in the uh, show notes as well because I want you to have it. But I promise you, if you've been struggling with the overwhelm of having a business and promoting it, without feeling salesy, this is a must. This masterclass is a must for you. So just go ahead, don't even think about it, don't overthink it, just claim your seat right now. Click that link below and claim your seat right now. As an added bonus though, what I'll do is I'm gonna add my workflow worksheet because maybe you're, you know, you're already there, you're ready to get started on those workflows. You just kinda need a little cheat sheet to get you going. Like I said, I've got you, boo. I will link that worksheet down below in the show notes. So anyway, guys, I guess this is going to do it for me. I hope this um, podcast was helpful in understanding how um, you can use your personal brand, the noun, to have action and um, help you outproduce, outperform, and outlast your competition. Okay. All right. So if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to PBN Style. Do it now. Do not hesitate. Do it right now. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. I promise you. Also, don't forget to leave a review for this episode. And remember, there is a whole inventory of podcast episodes to listen to. So if you get some time over the weekend, make sure you enjoy some of the other ones as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to PBN Style. Remember, this is the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand.